All right, guys. Big Joe and Carl Carafello here back for you. Um, let's try that again, shall we? <laughs> Stumbling over our words a little bit here because mm. there is stuff that has happened and stuff yes. that has changed. So... Yeah, this this week's episode, a little bit different than normal. We have decided that here at the former J&K podcast, we are returning back to a little bit of our roots, and we are changing our name up a little bit, and we are known simply as Turnbuckle Talk from here on in. Yeah, I was so used to saying it the old way that I kind of stumbled a little bit there. But, uh, of course, we are still uh, powered by the grill position and part, proud part of the Roar Network. Yes, so, we are. As you mentioned in the post that you put out, you know, different name, same great podcast. That's right. All right. So, uh, yeah, to get all that stuff kind of out of the way, just a, a simple name change. We, we've had some, you know, when it comes to the social media and stuff like that, it's been a little... Uh, the, uh, the Podbean uh, side of things went pretty smoothly. They were very, yeah. very good, very accommodating. Facebook, maybe not so much. Yeah, Facebook right now, unfortunately, they uh, seem to be in a little bit of a fight with me. I'm trying to change the name on our J&K podcast page to make it just simply Turnbuckle Talk or even Turnbuckle Talk podcast. I don't care which one it changes to at this point. I would just prefer that it changes because I do want to let you guys know right off the bat, super quick here for you, all of the social media links have changed as well. So instead of what it used to be, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at TB Talk Pod is what it is. So Turnbuckle Talk, TB Talk Pod is where you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Sweet. All right, Carl. Another week has come and gone here. And again, it's been a busy, lots of stuff going on in the pro wrestling business all over the place. Everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. A little bit of everything from every company that normally we talk about, uh, whether it's Impact, New Japan Pro, whether it's ROH, whether it's WWE. I mean, there's a little bit of everything today Mm -hmm. on Turnbuckle Talk. The big one making all the headlines, of course, involves WWE and the Crown Jewel event that is... Still somewhat uh, kind of slated to happen. Uh, WWE, uh, from the, their calendar, they actually removed the mention of it there. But, I mean, there's still some advertising, still some marquees and stuff for it. So, as it stands right now, it, it's still a go, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with the exception of, of, you know, the little bit there actually being removed, uh, to our understanding at this point in time, That is still going to be happening, Crown Jewel, in Saudi Arabia. There is a situation that was happening in Saudi Arabia. We're not going to delve too, too much into that. But, I mean, it just kind of goes to um, a writer that was working for, I believe, the Washington Post. And some stuff had happened there with that. We don't need to delve into it. But some, some 
bad stuff happens. Uh, a life was lost. Mm -hmm. And at this point, it's kind of up in the air between Saudi Arabia and the United States. Uh, you know, a little bit of a tough going on right there. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of looking at things going, should the WWE make their way over to Saudi Arabia being the American company that it is? Yeah. It's not the first time that this kind of thing has really happened. You know, one of the more notable times I can think of was during the Olympics uh, when uh, the Nazis were still in power over Europe, they had the Olympics in Berlin, of all places. Yes. So, you know, it's not uh, uncommon for these kind of things to kind of happen in areas where things are questionable, to say the least. Yep. But, uh, you know, this, um, you know, with WWE being a public company, I mean, there is a potential here for some fallout and a major PR disaster if they don't handle it properly. That's right. I mean, just like <laughs> everything within the wrestling business, as long as it is handled properly, things will go okay. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be a wait and see when it comes to the crown jewel wwe and saudi arabia yeah if you had a chance to listen to uh, the hitting the marks podcast this week uh jargo at the beginning of the episode played the uh the speech that vince gave uh after 9-11 when they did smackdown oh yes you know and they he said you know this is like one of the first big gatherings since that kind of happened you know vince did a very very good job of you know not only you know getting the crowd into it but working that situation and, and turning it into a, a positive for for them and to get everybody kind of uh, going again right so you know could that happen again with this <laughs> it's it's tough it's it's a, it's a awkward weird situation to say the very least yeah this one definitely is awkward and weird mm. as you say i mean vince mcmahon is a very good brainchild when it comes to uh pr with the wwe if anyone can make this happen with words it's going to be vincent kennedy mcmahon yeah so we'll be interested to see you know Raws tonight as we're recording yes. here. Uh, it'll be shortly after. You know, maybe Vince will come out and, and and say something regarding that. Time will tell. We'll see how they they handle this whole thing, and we'll be on top of it. And we'll uh, at the very least, you know, do a post about it if anything kind of breaks. You know, after the podcast between now and next week, definitely. So going from that to, to kind of a negative thing, going to a very very cool, very positive thing oh, outside yeah. of WWE, and this has to do with Impact Wrestling and Abyss accepting are getting into being nominated into the Hall of Fame. Not just nominated, the man is now mm -hmm. in the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame. Congratulations to Abyss, one of the foremost and utmost respected men when it comes to the world of professional wrestling, a class act and an amazing athlete all around. Mm -hmm. So from us here, from Big Joe and myself, Carl Carafel at the turnbuckle talk Ooh. podcast we want to say congratulations to abyss who was very good and very classy when it came to his acceptance speech mm -hmm. and of course our very own uh ryan bowman and michael melkor got to recently actually meet with uh, him in person at yep. in different places so kind of jealous there but uh you know abyss doing something very cool and not just uh you know hogging kind of all the glory no pun intended with Bound for Glory happening mm -hmm. recently. Um, but, you know, crediting and kind of accepting on behalf of pretty much all of the impact at the time TNA originals, you know, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, mentioning all those guys, all those guys, and not just saying, you know, hey, it was all because of me. It was, you know, it was all of us. He's really accepted it for the whole group there. And I thought, you know, like you said, classy. That was very, very classy. Very cool to see him do that. Definitely it was. You know? I mean, the, the man is the, the, the definition of franchise. I mean, he has been through that, that can be through thick and thin, you know, whether they're, 
we don't even know at some points if they were panning or not. Yeah. You know, so, you know, the man stuck in there and, uh, I mean, props to him. I mean, there's, you know, you can't say anything negative about the guy. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. and including Shane Douglas, <laughs> we have found our new franchise. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the man was just amazing when he went out there and to accept the award on behalf of all of the Impact originals, mm-hmm. like that's just that's unheard of that's something that you really don't see because normally people are like yes this is for me this is my uh time this is my award that i'm getting i'm getting into this hall of fame so of course i'm gonna talk about myself right but for him to take it and talk a little bit about himself and what he's done and his accomplishments to be able to really turn it and be like but this isn't just for me Mm -hmm. this is for every impact original that started at the bottom and made their way up to the top with me i appreciate that having said that before we take a quick break and uh hear from uh, michael malcorver at uh, going home here um a little bit about abyss you know like we mentioned with him being an impact and exalting now he has dabbled in other promotions and does a fair amount of independent work like i just mentioned yeah do you think that he has any desire or has any need to, I think you can already tell where I'm going with this, <laughs> to go over to the big company, the WWE? I don't think he, he needs to at all. Would he want to? Possibly. Because, I mean, he's, he sees his buddies over there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you've got the Samoa Joes over there. You've got the AJ Styles guys over there. You've got Bobby Roode over there, right? So his buddies that he, you know, came up in the company with, are over there and I'm sure they still talk to this day. So for them to maybe be putting a little bit of a bug in his ear now that he is part of the impact wrestling hall of fame, possibly does he need to No, he doesn't No, And with the, the current landscape of how the business is going, you know, he has been, you know, and it is still being very successful. So it's really just a matter of whether you know, he gets to that point in his career where, you know, he wants to have that in his resume or not. So yeah. time will tell. You know, he's done fantastic. You know, if, if he were to never go into WWE, you know, his career would still, you know, stand up and, uh, oh, yeah. you know, there wouldn't be anything. It wouldn't be a bad thing that he didn't make it in there because he, he did plenty. That's right. He did. So, all right, let's take a brief break here and uh, let's hear from our friend Michael Melkor over at uh, Going Home. This is Michael Melkor, executive editor of TheGorillaPosition.com and co-host of Going Home with Ryan and Mike. And you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk. So there you go from uh, Going Home and, of course, executive editor over at The Gorilla Position and uh, co-host of Going Home. If you haven't checked out their last episode, it was a really interesting one. They talked about uh, pro wrestlers who have been in movies. You okay. Know? So your Hulk Hogan's and your, most notably recently, your John Cena yes. and your Rocks. Yep. You know, so it, it's, um, that's a thing that's, uh, you know, not really a list of topics that we're going to cover, but uh, something too that has really changed when it comes to wrestlers and getting involved in the movie business. It, it's uh, arguably, you could say the ones that are doing it now have done it better than most <laughs> yeah you know, i would you know uh, leave my paper alone because i think he did very well in the, the few times that he dabbled into that you know, your hulk hogan's and your canes and whatnot not so much but uh i mean the, the rock he makes more money um 
you know, doing movies now than WWE could ever offer him right now. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he honestly doesn't need to go into wrestling anymore. <laughs> he, no, he really doesn't. Time, so. Yeah, he definitely has. All right. So something else that we want to talk about here, and, and this is something, too, that's been coming up quite a bit, and stuff that um, if you watch Being the Elite, they've been teasing this stuff hard about the WWE going after the Young Bucks and Kenny. Yep. And Cody. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they, they definitely have. Yeah, it's been some interesting viewing, you know, even the notes being slender to the door that have uh, at the end have H on them. I mean, <laughs> you pay attention at all, you know who they're they're hinting at there. That's right. So, and most notably, them seeing, uh, you know, the Young Bucks and recently with uh, Adam Page that they're making their very last Bullet Club themed shirts with pro wrestling tees yeah i mean both uh nick and matt jackson have gone on to twitter and they uh took a photo of themselves with the brand new shirt that they have which looks amazing by the way uh if you guys want to purchase it i mean go to being the elite uh check them out um or go to what is it pro wrestling tees.com uh that's where you can get some of the best pro wrestling tees from the entire roster of superstars from the past to the present go and check them out if you want to take a look at that brand new young bucks uh bullet club inspired very last t-shirt that they are going to be doing and producing so at this point we're kind of sitting here going okay so we understand that this is going to be the last one but that leaves a lot to speculation. What are you thinking on this, Joe? Yeah, it's are they just going to go with a different line of shirts here? You know, could it be something as simple as that? Or, you know, is the WWE going after these guys? We're seeing a lot to say either or. There's a lot of different speculations that are kind of out there right now. The biggest one, as you mentioned, we're looking at they have signed some sort of deal with the WWE, and that is why that this is going to be the very last one that they make. Other speculations out there are um, hopefully a little bit more to what things will be, and they're possibly being either just running with the elite name Mm -hmm. and running as a faction that way instead of with the Bullet Club. Another speculation out there is that there could be a new company on the horizon featuring names like Adam Page, the Young Bucks, and Cody. Mm -hmm. Or speculation out there is that there might be some breaking of ties with the Bullet Club as they go and do more stuff with the NWA, with the National Wrestling Alliance, and that being Adam Page, Young Bucks, and Cody, and who knows who else could be included in that, because right now those are really the only names that we know of from the Bullet Club faction Mm. itself. So are we seeing a demise to the Bullet Club, or are we going to be seeing maybe just a little bit of a difference like a name change, as we have done here on our podcast, yeah. and just simply continuing to run the way that they are. You know, it's definitely, at the very, very least, it's getting people talking about it. We're talking about it on this podcast oh, right yeah. now. So right there, that's mission accomplished to get people talking about it. Now, the one thing that I saw very recently, and I, I can basically read it because I can kind of bleep out the one thing, because this is coming from uh, Mr. Tomatonga, who... Oh. Uh, is lacking in a filter most times, but yeah. uh, I, I can definitely read this one here. Uh, Adam Page and 
to make note of here, Paige is spelled incorrectly. It's actually spelled Paige, the v- uh, female wrestler from WWE. Just saying, Tom Dunga, just saying. Yeah. Uh, coming out with his last hashtag Bullet Club affish- uh, affiliated t-shirt. Ha. Who the F were you before then? Hashtag exactly. Good luck in WWE. Yeah, so that, I mean, that that again is leading to a huge speculation. Is there something there that Tomatonga knows that we do not know at this point? Or is he just kind of stirring the pot, as the saying goes? Is it going to so happen that he needs to lick that spoon afterwards that he stirred that pot with? Or... Is there actual truth to all of this? <laughs> it's, it's it's interesting because it, it's it, it's so hard to tell at this point. And I'm right now I'm dead smack in the middle. I don't know which. Uh, you know you know. Of course, Tomatonga likes to stir that pot. He's done it with Roman Reigns. Yeah. You know, and sometimes without even mentioning the, the the actual people's names. In this case, he actually mentioned the name and the company's name. Yes. So a little bit more in your face with that one. But uh, yeah, I mean. One thing I think that's really going to be telling is this, um, you know, and of course, uh, Melkor and uh, Bowman are going to be at that 7th anniversary NWA show, like we had mentioned. The result of that match between Nick and Cody, I think, is really going to give us an idea of the possible direction of what's going to happen here. Definitely it will. I mean, we've speculated and talked about this on previous podcasts. So if you want to know our views on that, please go back and listen to the last three podcasts because pretty much we've talked about it on the last three. Um, So yeah, I mean, from here, where do we go right now? We sit back and wait as speculations flow yeah and going along with this uh, it leads right into the next topic because recently uh, seth rollins did an interview outside of wwe i believe it was for another uh youtube channel or, or something like that and he had mentioned and basically short of a, of calling him out saying that he wants to wrestle kenny omega that that would be amazing and you know what it it got all the way to kenny omega kenny omega actually put a tweet out there because it was tweeted out to him saying seth rollins has said this what do you think blah 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 and i mean kenny omega pretty much was like give me a place in time and and he i i believe he put in there and what do you guys think right (laughs) yeah so from me Personally, using the Turnbuckle Talk Twitter page, I actually tweeted out that that I think the best place for this, and I included Seth, I included Kenny Omega, and I included Triple H in this tweet, so hopefully <laughs> it gets a little bit of traction. But what better place than the Tokyo Dome? The Tokyo Dome. Yeah, that would be an interesting place to do that because, um, yeah, I mean... Definitely would be it would be unexpected. I think the on the kind of on the nose way to do it would be to have, you know, Kenny appear, you know, early in the Royal Rumble because you know yeah. they've done it with AJ, they've done it before with some debuts. What for me, like how I would go about this thing, you know, Seth Rollins is the current Intercontinental Champion. Um, you know, you have Kenny show up at, you know, I wouldn't say maybe a Raw or a SmackDown. I think it definitely needs to be one of the pay-per-views. Yes. And you have Seth doing an open challenge. Yep. And you have him accept that challenge. And the noise would be incredible. It definitely would be. <laughs> okay. Now, I mean, I love those scenarios, but those scenarios are only if yep. Kenny Omega has signed with the WWE. Mm-hmm. Saying that Kenny Omega has not signed with the WWE, I would love just for the promotion for all people and all companies involved, 
I would love to see it that the WWE just allowed Seth Rollins to go over to Tokyo and allow him and Kenny Omega for New Japan Pro Wrestling Mm. to go at it one-on-one inside their squared circle in front of the New Japan fans and all of those that are going to be watching inside the famous, world-famous Tokyo Dome. Yeah, there's definitely some cool things that have happened there, for sure. Yeah, to see some kind of partnership, even if if it ends up being a one-off, which, I mean, I would hope maybe that it wouldn't be a a very cool, very un-WWE-like thing to do. And I would, you know, that would definitely be a very good way to go about it. You know, to keep, you know, Kenny from maybe coming over and, you know, who knows what could kind of happen there. You know, he's had dealings with WWE before, not so favorable. So, yeah, I, I could see that scenario playing out. You know, if they can, WWE can get their head out of the sand and learn how to deal better with other companies. And they've been doing a little bit of it with impact and that kind of stuff, but it's, you know, not so much with talent and matches and whatnot. So, yeah, definitely love to see a shift happen with that. You know, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see if that happens. It would be very cool to see that scenario play out as opposed to, you know, the, as, as still as interesting as it could possibly be to see him do like an open challenge and say like a Survivor Series or something like that. So if anybody can do it and anybody can make it happen, I guarantee you that Triple H yes. would be the one to be able to do it. Yeah. Now we're talking about um, the previous there about the Young Bucks and Bullet Club members and stuff like that. And then we're talking now about Seth Rollins and Kenny Omega, who's a Bullet Club member and stuff like that. And then you're talking about different pay-per-views that things can happen on. Mm. How cool would it be if we have the Elite Club show up on Survivor Series as a faction of five to go up against five WWE? Yeah, you could use the the Good Brothers, you know, Anderson and Gallows, uh, AJ, you know, Finn Balor. You know, you have, you know, your, your OGs to pick from there. Yeah. So... Yeah, a scenario like that uh, playing out could be very cool too. So, you know, hopefully, you know, some of it happens because you know, we've mentioned before not to beat this dead horse again. But uh, you know, creative wise, you know, at least in my opinion, I know there's some people out there that uh, that love kind of what's going on, but it's definitely been kind of stagnant. So something like this to happen, I think, would uh, you know be a real shot in the arm and you know at least get me, I know personally more excited in WWE again. And we've just given people in Connecticut now more than enough to go on. So take (laughs) that guys, use it. Yes, absolutely. And feel free to credit us for that uh, idea. If you wish. Definitely. All right. Let's uh, take another quick uh, break here, Carl. We'll uh, uh, listen to uh, some of the things that are offered over at the gorilla position. And we will also hear from one of our fellow podcasters here in Ontario, Canada. Big Joe of TheGorillaPosition.com and The Roar Network here with a very important message. If you're hearing this right now, this prime piece of real estate can be yours. That's right. Your product, service, show, or whatever you need to bring attention to can be done right here on this very podcast or any of our shows here on The Roar Network. But that's not all. A host of other sources can also be yours. Communications, news releases, video editing and production, any number of public relations and marketing services are available for the asking. Contact us at thegorillaposition1 at gmail.com today to find out how we can help you grow your audience, your booking, your attendance, and your business. This is Gunstar Hero of London Rising, and you are listening to Carl and Joe on Turnbuckle Talk. 
All right, it's Big Joe and Carl Carafel here back. Um, so you, you heard, I keep saying that kind of wrong this week. Uh, it, it's, uh, the, the, the name changes kind of get me out of my flow a little bit, but I'll uh, get back into the rhythm here shortly. Um, yeah, all kinds of stuff offered there. If you're an up-and-coming wrestler, you know, uh, we can put together, you know, a package uh, through through Pinned to uh, really get you out there. And, you know, we did that for Dusty Gold, and he is, um, you know, seeing some results from that so you know we can uh put something together for you and really get you noticed in that wrestling world definitely we can the pinned program that is offered through the gorillaposition.com is an amazing one that is out there it helps out so much because we go through and we will do it all for you we will make sure that your social media is plugged we will make sure that you get a little video package we can make sure that we get you into contact with bookers in your area. I and mean, it's all a service that we offer. And to give you guys a little bit of a perspective, if you are a professional wrestler or a manager or a promoter or anybody that is looking to use this service, the website itself gets a lot of views. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to take a, a, a quick look here and I know that I have it written down. But the the number is almost astronomical. I mean, we're we're I think I have it right here, mm, averaging about two hundred thousand views a month. Yes, right. So in a day, we're probably looking at about five thousand six hundred views. That's just people that have gone to thegorillaposition.com in a day. Yep. So think about that number for a moment. If you are a promoter, if you are a wrestler, if you are a referee, if you are a manager and you want to get noticed, this is the way to do it with thegorillaposition.com and pinned. Yes. Some very cool stuff there. Now, some very interesting, bizarre stuff happened last night, specifically dealing with Bound for Glory and their main event with Austin Aries versus Johnny Impact for that uh, Impact Championship. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so going into this, I mean, they were already at each other's throats. I mean, these two guys clearly don't like each other, number one. That's right. And I mean, Austin Aries has 100% made it clear that he is not a fan of Johnny, whatever his name this week is. I mean, it's, it's, it's a feud that has been going on for a little bit of time, kind of in the background that, that everybody really couldn't see. It wasn't anything that was huge out there on social media that was happening, but there seemed to have been a little bit of a beef for a while going on between these two. Now, whether that's you know something that Johnny whatever did, or whether that's just Austin Aries uh, himself with his own views on, on Johnny himself, or whether it's Austin's views on the business or the company or what have you. We, we, at this point, we really have no clue and it's still kind of a mystery, uh, especially, and I'll let big Joe talk about this, but especially what happened last night at bound for glory. Yeah. For the end of the match, um, you know, Johnny getting uh, the pin on uh, Austin and after that finisher, like Austin getting right up, you know, completely no selling that finish walking out, Calling out Don Callis on camera, you could audibly hear him, and then flipping off the crowd as he walked out. 
you know so there i think a good portion of uh, this feud between these guys is a legitimate dislike for each other and this is where some of the best rivalries can happen like two uh, with two guys that legitimately didn't like each other i mean you're you're Bret Hart and your Shawn Michaels, uh, Edge and, uh, and, Matt Hardy. and Matt Hardy. You know, yeah. some of these real life things can turn into some of the better feuds out there. So I think that, you know, if they do this right and if they run with it, they can have something really cool in their hands here. They definitely mm. could. I hope that it is something that can be worked with. Yeah. Um, I mean, just from the way everything looked and, and how everything was played out, it legitimately looks like Austin Aries is pissed off yeah. and is pretty much giving a big old F you to the entire company of impact wrestling itself. Now we know that Austin Aries is still the champ in many different promotions. Um, you know, most notably known as the belt collector yeah. lately, as he's been collecting world titles from every company that he's been going to. And for him to lose this belt with impact wrestling are, I don't know if we're going to see a decline in Austin Aries and his working Mm -hmm. And with working with any other promotion, or if this is just creatively or managerial wise that things weren't working between him and them. It's interesting with that, you know, whether he legitimately has sour grapes you know, having to drop that title or not. You know, he, he definitely sometimes, you know, and a lot of this could be character wise, almost, he almost has a, that, that entitled kind of uh, way about him where he feels like, you know, he's the champ and you know anybody that tries to take it from me and it's it's um ticked off afterwards right so yeah. yeah i mean they have the the makings of a really good rivalry here and i'm hoping that uh you know that they can work with this and hopefully that's not just an abrupt end to this with this so i hope not either but again <clears throat> only time will tell only time will tell all right, Carl, a good way to end off the episode here. We're going to keep this bit uh, still, even with our new name, Turnbuckle Talk, our showstopper segment for this week. That's right. And hopefully soon, people, we will be able to have some sort of little jingle or something yes. go on. It's in the works. We're yeah. looking at it. We're trying to make it. We're trying to make things a little bit more edgy in a respect of there being other little things we're not going to get into edgy as in like profanity and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that but we want to make things a little bit more interesting and adding in a little audio clip might help out but yes we are at now in this episode our show stopper segment mm -hmm. and i think an interesting topic you know i kind of searched for a little while for something to talk about and i think that you know this is pretty relevant nowadays too um what is more important in this business of professional wrestling how much money you make or the legacy that you leave behind? Yeah, this is a, a really a big one. Mm -hmm. And I, I think going back in years, um, you know, back like Hulk Hogan, Macho Man time, you know, your legacy would have been mm -hmm. the most important thing uh, to you in the business, uh, making sure that you were a household name and that people knew and that when you walked down the street and went, oh, yeah, people were they, they knew exactly what it was. Right. Or if you said, you know eat your vitamins. People would always be like, Oh, that's Hulk Hogan. Right? Like it was just something that that was your legacy. You, they knew, right. And coming to, to now things are a little bit different. I mean, the economy, everything is always going up. You know, this price of this is going up price of that's going up. You know, money seems to be, you know, a, a big thing that is really taking over when it comes to the world itself. So, 
it's really hard to be able to tell nowadays, but I'm leaning more towards money instead of legacy lately. Yeah, and you know, I think something to do with this too, you know, you had mentioned your Hulk Hogan's, your Macho Man's, you know, bona fide wrestling stars back then and still to this day recognized. You know, that could maybe have something to do with it too, that uh, you know, you know, having, you know, other than, you know, Rock and Cena and those guys, you know, currently right now, there's not a lot of those big kind of stand out stars out there. And you know, the ones that um, you know, in WWE, you know, the ones that we kind of uh, use the term jobbers seemingly they're really just to make the money and going through the motions you know so that's something to take uh, into consideration too definitely it is and and you and i kind of talked about this a little bit before we yeah. came on to record and and i think i really brought up to you that somebody like a curtis axel which is a name that you had thrown out yeah. there i don't know really that he is in it for the money i think he's in it really to be in the top business, the yeah. top company, and try to leave as much of a legacy as he possibly can, yeah. right? Because of the namesake and because of who he is and stuff like that. Uh, but then you come to other people, and I, I don't want to mention names because I don't know personally what they are thinking and how they are seeing this view, right? But other people, you're right. They're they're just there to make the paycheck and send the cash home to their wife and kids or their husband and kids or what have you. And just to kind of go through the motions and make the money and, yep, this is what I love to do. So I'm just going to keep doing it because I'm happy doing it. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's yeah, it's, it's hard. And you know, having said that, too, you know, there's definitely a lot going on where it's actually a combination of the two. And most notably, we talked about, about them earlier, with the Elite, with Cody, with the Young Bucks, with Marty. They're not only leaving one hell of a legacy behind, but they are making lots of money doing it. That's right. So is it out there that you can do both? 100%. It definitely is. And I mean, even names like Hulk Hogan and mm -hmm. Macho Man, they, they made their tons of money as well as left their legacy. Yeah, so I'm hoping that, you know, modern day, you know, with, you know, guys coming up like Adam Cole, like Velveteen Dream, that we can see some of those again of guys that really leave a long-lasting legacy on the business because you know, definitely, you know, those are just two names out there that could really potentially do it, you know, in the right scenario. That's right. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that, you know, especially, again, I'll mention him again, Velveteen Dream. He's somebody that I'm really paying attention to because I, I like the way that they've been developing, they haven't rushed him up to that main roster yet. They let him go over to evolve and let him do the stuff in, uh, in NXT, you know, and even playing up that line of, uh, you know, not being called up and whatnot. To, uh, he's still very, very young. He, I, I think that he is going to be somebody that's going to have some longevity, you know, if they keep on this uh, track that they are with him. I'm excited to see what that kid can do. Oh, me too. Because you know? <laughs> he has, he has that modern day Rick Rue type thing. That is just, it's, it's something else to watch. If you haven't watched a, uh, NXT match of uh, with, with Velveteen Dream. Do yourself a favor. Go watch uh, Takeover. Maybe him and Cassius Ono or yeah. any of those matches. The one with Aleister Black was incredible too. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Great up and comer. Yeah. All right, Carl. Well, we're pretty much at the end of uh, our return episode of being Turnbuckle Talk. Here. Yeah. And um, I think that um, maybe we'll end off uh, talking about because we didn't get to talk about it yet. CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Yeah, I mean, we uh, to kind of let you guys know, we have been partnered with CollarAndElbowBrand.com pretty much since their inception a little over a year ago. We were the first 
podcast that came on board with them, created by former professional wrestler and current owner of Ohio Valley Wrestling, OVW, Al Snow. He went through and created this amazing clothing brand for all of us who are wrestling fans so that we can have some amazing fashion. Make sure that you guys go and check out collarandelbowbrand.com. One of the ways that you can help support us is by making a purchase from there and use promo code JKPODCAST. Unfortunately, that's not going to change. We can't change that. But use promo code JKPODCAST at the checkout and get yourself 10% 10% off. Yeah. And uh, of course, you know, for listening to us uh, on Podbean, if you were previously subscribed and signed up everything with, uh, with JNK Podcast, it's basically for Podbean, anyways, it's the name has changed, but it's it'll just automatically update. There's nothing new to change or subscribe to or to download. Uh, when it comes to Google Play and iTunes, I'm working on that to refresh the feeds. I'm just waiting on approval from them. It's going to probably take a day or two for, yep. the, for those platforms. Any other podcatchers will follow suit after that. So right now, um, the best places to listen to us are Podbean and, of course, at thegorillaposition.com as proud part of that Roar Network where you can find all of our other great shows as well. That's right. And speaking of listening to us, we want to give a shout out from us here at Turnbuckle Talk to Lee Anthony Beats and the Beat family who are listening from all the way over in Birmingham, United Kingdom. Thank you, Lee. Thank you to your entire family who listens to us on a weekly basis. We appreciate the support and the dedication that you have given to listening to us. And thank you so much. Yes. All right, Carl. That was a good way to end up the episode. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Ciao. This is Ryan Bowman, editor-in-chief of TheGorillaPosition.com, and you're listening to the J&K Podcast.